This episode is for mature audiences only. We would advise not listening to this episode with kids in the car. Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit ChantelRayWay.com slash podcast and you'll automatically get 20% off the book, audiobook, recipe book, coaching, and Inner Circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray Way on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayWay.com slash coaching. As always, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode and I'm so excited I have Dr. Jack Wolfson, who's a board certified cardiologist and author of the Amazon number one best selling book, The Cardi, The Paleo Cardiologist, Natural Way to Heart Health. And Dr. Jack's Natural Holistic Heart Health has been featured on CNN, Fox, NBC, publications like USA Today, Wall Street Journal. And it's such an honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Chantel. It's a pleasure to be on. I love telling people the truth that there's a natural and holistic way to prevent and treat heart disease. And uh, there's not enough people that are out there saying it, certainly not, uh, not uh, any other cardiologists. Uh, I'm, I'm the guy to go to when it comes to all things holistic heart health. Yeah, and so now your website is thedoctorsdrswolfson.com. Why is it the doctors? Great. Uh, you know, um, I'm a board-certified cardiologist. I went through four years of medical school, three years internal medicine, three years of cardiology, and then I'm on the job for a couple of years, and uh, I'm not really happy. I'm seeing so much sickness around me, and it's just the hospital's a revolving door where people come in, they're having a heart attack, you do an angioplasty stent, you send them out, they come back in later with either another heart attack or heart failure or a complication from the pharmaceuticals. And uh, also at that time, and I tell this story in my book as well, uh, my, I saw my own father getting sick of a strange neurologic disease similar to Parkinson's, and ultimately he winds up at the Mayo Clinic. And at the Mayo Clinic, they give him some label called PSP. And uh, they say, we have no idea why he has it. We have uh, no idea. We have no way to treat it. And he'll be dead within a few years. And my father died a tortuous, cruel death at the age of 63. And uh, the Mayo Clinic has no idea why. And then I meet this young chiropractor and she tells me all the reasons why my father is sick. She tells me it's the food, it's the lack of sunshine, it's the um, you know, poor sleep, it's living in, you know, in Chicago, eating, um, you know, drinking alcohol and pharmaceuticals. So she's got all the reasons why. And the Mayo Clinic has none of the reasons why. Well, uh, we, we quickly uh, you know, fell in love. I listened to everything she had to say. We got married and together 
She's a doctor of chiropractic. I'm a cardiologist, the doctorswolfson.com. That's awesome. And I love how you're all about healing the heart naturally without big pharma pills and invasive procedures. What kind of pushback have you received from the medical community? Like, are they kind of really pushing back on you? Well, you know, I think that, uh, you know, there's such a big monster, um, uh, you know, you know, cor- you know, cor- you know, corporatism that that they're not really concerned about, uh, you know, someone like me at this point. But I think that obviously the healthcare revolution is on. I mean, if you and I are talking about this, you know, right now, um, you know, so are other people. And that's the purpose of your show, right? Is getting getting this information out there. That's the purpose of my website. So clearly, we're going to break their stranglehold on the, what they would say is healthcare industry. What we would say, of course, is it's their sick care industry. So uh, I, you know, I left the car, I left the biggest cardiology group in the state of Arizona, for which I was a senior partner. I left that group in 2012. Those doctors did not want to listen to what I had to say. They certainly don't want to change their their model. They don't want to change their way of thinking. Why? Because of money. It's money. Nobody yeah. is going to give up the money grab of what the you know, you know typical cardiologist makes. They're not going to open up their eyes to what we're talking about because it's not good for their business. Right. Now, I know your book is obviously called The Paleo Cardiologist. Um, so do you believe that the paleo diet is critical for everyone or just people who are really struggling and prone to heart conditions? Um, you know, once again, that's another great question. Uh, the, the, the book is called The Paleo Cardiologist, The Natural Way to Heart Health. And it's not just about paleo nutrition. And of course, paleo means old stone age, prehistoric, before recorded history. The whole idea is to live as much as we can like our ancestors, but do it in the 21st century. So what does that mean? So it's about eating the right hunter-gatherer foods. It's about eating tons of organic vegetables. It's about eating organic nuts and seeds and eggs and avocados and coconuts and wild seafood and free-range grass-fed meats. Yeah, and it's like when people, sometimes when people hear paleo, they're like, oh, just another fad diet. And it's like, Paleo's not. I mean, it's it's fruits, vegetables, and lean meats. You know, so it's like it's 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 the diet that our ancestors have been eating for millions of years. To me, everything else is a fad. You know, right. uh, as much as I think that there is value, certainly towards you know towards short term. Uh, vegan cleanses or, you know, going keto or Adkins diet or South Beach diet or whatever. Those, those are all the fads. Mm-hmm. The reality is that every society in the history of the world has been a paleo eater. Uh, and the evidence is there. The evidence is clear. I see it in my patients as well. Why try and reinvent the wheel with some other diet when the, you know, the, 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 you know, paleo or ancestral or hunter gatherer, that's what's worked. But I think you're right. Where people get confused is they think that paleo means bacon and eggs for breakfast, you know, um, you know, Italian sausage for lunch and a steak for dinner. That's not the case. We were, we were gatherer hunters really. So gathering up all, like you said, fruits, vegetables, eggs, avocados, coconuts, nuts and seeds, that's the gathering. Um, and then of course, free range grass fed meats and certainly a lot of wild seafood. But mm-hmm. no matter what diet you follow, please make it organic. Get mm-hmm. the chemicals out of your food. 
Yeah, I agree. And and I basically, you know, 80 to 90% of my diet is is paleo. And I kind of, in my book, I kind of talk about, you know, it's the 80-20 rule. 80% of what I eat is paleo, but I'm not obsessive compulsive. If I really want, you know, some quinoa or what, you know, whatever, whatever it is that I want, you know, I do it in, in moderation. Um, so well, let, let me say one thing too. And, and, and I totally, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, because quinoa, you know, is a seed. It's maybe a little more uh, carbolicious, if you will, than, than pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds. But um, you know, it's, it's got tremendous value to it. Uh, you know, some people, you know, some people in the keto crowd, you know, so the keto people that are very high fat, low carb, they won't eat potatoes and I'll eat potatoes. Uh, I'll eat sweet potato, I'll eat yam, you know, purple potatoes. I'll eat that because if our ancestors came across a potato, they would eat it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's just, it's ancestral food. But the three things I always am, um, once again, I am obsessive about organic. I do not, I, or, or if you're at the farmer's market, you're talking to the farmer and they're like, well, it's not certified organic, but you know, we don't use pesticides. We don't use synthetic fertilizers. You know, my family and I, we go out into the fields and we pick, you know, the caterpillars off and we put them carefully over there. Uh, I, I'm cool with that. It doesn't have to be like certified by the U.S. government. If you know where your food comes from and it's clean, I think it's good. But I'm always organic. I'm always gluten free. I do not compromise on gluten either because I've seen such devastation in the lab testing that I do. We do a test called the Wheat Zoomer, which is a blood test. Uh, that incidentally is, is available on our website. The Wheat Zoomer looks for leaky gut. And when mm -hmm. I first heard about leaky gut from my, uh, the, the woman I was dating at the time who would become my wife, and Dr. Heather says, starts talking about leaky gut. I'm like, where'd you come up with this bogus diagnosis of leaky gut? I went through 10 years of medical training. I never heard of leaky gut. And she said, that's your problem. Go read about it. And I'm like, okay. So I go to read about it and there's not much in the medical literature. That was 2005. Over the last 10 years, <coughs> excuse me, the medical literature has exploded on the concept of leaky gut. It's all yeah. there, all in black and white. And over the last few years, now there is the ability for people to get tested. And we test for leaky gut, and then we also test for immune activation to wheat and the other gluten-containing grains and like 50 different antibodies. And I'm telling you, Chantel, when I test people, three quarters of my patients light up like a Christmas tree with abnormalities, um, you know, from that. So I'm very anti-gluten. And for the, for the most part, I also do not consume any soy unless it is organic soy in the form of uh, the Japanese fermented soybean called natto, N-A-T-T-O, if you can find that organic or an organic miso because those are the best sources of vitamin K2. And K2 keeps calcium in the bones and out of the arteries. And so tell me about like some of your favorite things that you love to eat every day. Like if you say, you know, this is kind of like almost every day or every week, you'll see me eating X. What would that be for you? Well, I start off every morning with a, uh, with, with a, uh, greens drink, if you will. So it is it is my products that I formulated, that I manufactured. Uh, uh, you know, my my daily greens, my product called Heartbeat, which is my organic beetroot powder, and then another product we have called Superfood, and that's the chlorella spirulina. Everything's organic, no fillers, glass bottles. Everything is on the up and up. 
Um, and uh, my patients have been enjoying that for years. Uh, those uh, those things are available on my website. They're also incidentally available on Amazon. So anyways, that, that's how I so started. So let me the- ask you this. We, we have a lot of guests that um, will put a Facebook post and they'll like to give away one, you know, if someone likes and shares the post, we pick one lucky winner to get one. Would you be willing to give away one of your um, uh, daily greens if they comment and share on the Facebook post? Um, you know, I, I mean, I guess my preference is that if, if I'm looking to, um, if I'm looking to get my information out to the world, I would, I would be happy to do something like that. You know, with my book, The Paleo Cardiologist. Only okay, because, let's do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, only, only because. Um, it's, it's just to me, it's the biggest impact is to read my book. And- okay, so we'll do that. If on the post, we'll pick one lucky person um, who likes and shares it and get a free copy of your book. Um, but uh, I mean, but that being said, uh, you know, I, I can I can certainly throw in a, a bottle of daily greens as well. So how about we do two things? We do the book and we do the daily greens for either one person. You can separate it. That's all cool. Um, my okay. book makes a phenomenal gift to to anyone when we're looking to make an impact. You know, holiday season is coming up. Do you want to buy someone a bottle of alcohol, a box of chocolates, uh, you know, an ugly sweater? Or do you want to give somebody the gift of health and wellness? And that's in the book. Um, But uh, other food, you know, in my lunch is typically a big giant salad with a can of sardines. Um, We have a salad dressing recipe on our website that includes anchovies. Uh, I'm a big fan of spices. Spices is where the pharmaceuticals came from. The All the cardiac drugs came from the spice industry. So open up your spice drawer and dump it into your food. Uh, all that stuff is all really good. But so, so your website's beautiful, by the way. I love it. So um, when you're talking about um, your greens, so you actually take um, this, the greens the superfood and the beetroot powder, you'll take like a scoop of all three and make yourself a smoothie with it then. So the greens is a phenomenal way to get all those green leafy vegetables and fruits and some fiber into your diet. The the heartbeat product is a combination of three different, you know, the beets, the beets, uh, beetroot powder, beetroot juice powder and the beet green powder. And um, it's in a glass bottle, no fillers, nothing else added, no flow agents, just pure 100% food. And what that does is it increases nitric oxide. Nitrogen and oxygen together form nitric oxide to open up the blood vessels. If you were having chest pain, you went to the hospital, they'd give you a nitro under the tongue, it gets converted into nitric oxide. You're not deficient in, nitric o- in, in nitroglycerin tablets, people are deficient in food-based nitrates, and that's the, the product called Heartbeat. Uh, we affectionately call that the boner juice because anything that boosts nitric oxide will not only regulate your blood pressure, but will also increase blood flow, including to the organs where you would like it most at certain times of the week or whatever it may be. <laughs> it also in all truth, and, and I, um, you know, it, it does help with female um, blood flow to their genitalia as well. It's in the literature. Yeah. Um, and um, and which so which one is the boner one? 
That's that's the heartbeat. That's the heartbeat. Oh my gosh. I'm going to tell my husband he can't have that one because his sex drive <laughs> is on over. I'm going to be like, I'm going to hide that one from him because he absolutely does not need any help in that area whatsoever. So I'm going to make sure he doesn't get that one. All right. Well, um, good. Uh, uh, he's fortunate because a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of men um, do have that problem. And that's why Viagra you know, is a trillion dollar drug and men are not deficient in Viagra. They're deficient in the heartbeat, you know, product. They're deficient in, in wow. food-based nitrates. So I, I, I didn't create it. I'm so excited. I'm going to order all of them right now, but I am going to hide that one for my husband. But I'm going to, I'll take the other ones. All right, well, let's just jump right in to the listener questions. This is from Charlotte in Colombia. Since I've been doing intermittent fasting, almost everything on my lab works has improved. The only area that has not improved is my cholesterol. My cholesterol levels are really, really high. And I think the reason is because I've been eating too much fat. My good cholesterol is really good, but my bad cholesterol is really high as well. Can you explain the difference in the two types of cholesterol and what do you think is causing this? I don't understand why everything in my labs are improving through intermittent fasting except my cholesterol. I'm also eating cleaner than I ever have. Charlotte in Columbia. Okay, so chapter one of my book is called Cholesterol is King. It's because our body makes cholesterol for a reason. Every animal species on planet Earth makes cholesterol for a reason. Breast milk contains cholesterol. Eggs contain cholesterol because that's how a chicken comes to life. Cholesterol is not the bad guy. It's not the villain. Everybody needs cholesterol. And what we need to do is find the perfect level for you, for this person, that person, everybody has their perfect, what I would say is caveman cholesterol or paleo cholesterol. We need the perfect level for you. This whole thing about bad and good is pharmaceutical company jargon. It is to vilify this, to scare us so we take their pharmaceuticals. Now, your total cholesterol may have gone up but the most important thing is not total cholesterol, that's for sure. The most important thing is your ratio of LDL particles to HDL particles. And you'd like to have lower uh, LDL particles and higher HDL particles. So most people that talk about their cholesterol levels went up, they're not doing the advanced testing. And whether you're in Columbia or you're in you know, Canada or you're in Southern California, you need to find a way to get the advanced lipoprotein testing where you're looking preferably, the best measurement, Chantel, is what's called ApoB to ApoA ratio. And the ApoA is found in HDLs and the ApoB is found in everything else, VLDLs, IDLs, LDLs, remnant particles. So you need, that's the information you need because Chantel, when I see people that say their cholesterol, you know, got worse, but then we look at the, you know, the breakdown of it and we do the appropriate testing, their numbers look better. Their numbers look better. So uh, I'm not surprised that, you know, intermittent fasting 
uh, has done well, you know, for, you know, for this, uh, you know, uh, you know, listener who sent in, uh, you know, because we see it and it's in the medical literature, it's in the medical literature, intermittent fasting. Uh, I love it. I think it's a phenomenal, phenomenal strategy to heart and total body health. Okay. Now let me ask you this. This is just a guy that I know who went to the doctor. He was very thin. Okay. Like in good, good shape, very good shape and went to the doctor and the doctor said his cholesterol was through the roof like he either had to get on cholesterol medicine or he had to change his diet so what he decided to do is kind of go like 80 percent vegan um and really monitor the amount of cholesterol he ate every day and then he did that vegan diet and it went down by like it went down like a third of what it was um, and now he's starting to kind of reintroduce, he started doing intermittent fasting and he started doing, you know, watching how much cholesterol and it really improved. What, what is your thoughts on the vegan diet for cholesterol? Uh, I'm totally against the vegan diet. I think it's, um, uh, it's not, it's not in congruence with nature. Like I said, all animals in the history, uh, you know, all animals either eat other animals or they eat insects. Um, all, uh, all societies in the history of the world have been meat and or seafood eaters. Uh, we need to for sure eat seafood. Seafood is just pure brain food and you can't get it from flax and chia. So, um, uh, you, know, I, you know, once again, it's just, you know, cholesterol has been so demonized. If it's so bad, why does our body make it? It makes it for a reason because cholesterol makes up all of our sex hormones. Cholesterol makes up the cell membrane of every single cell in the body. The, the cholesterol makes up the uh, you know, vit you know, vitamin D. Vitamin D is cholesterol. So you know, when, when the sun hits cholesterol coursing through the skin, it turns it into vitamin D. So I would be more apt to say that if someone has high cholesterol, it's more likely a sunshine deficiency syndrome and get yourself out in much more sunshine. Um, there are people in the health space, there's not many of them, but there are, and I can't say I disagree, who think that food, the importance of food is here and the importance of sunshine is here. That the sun exposure is much more important than the food that you eat and there is more and more evidence of that, uh, that really, that it's the, it's the sunshine that can really heal everything. And I'm, and I'm a believer. I'm a huge, huge proponent of sun exposure. Mm, that's awesome. I agree. All right. This next one's from Daphne in Texas. I just recently had a food sensitivity test and the things that I got flagged for were things like spinach, lettuce, and pineapple, which I thought was really strange. I decided to take another one and then it came back different and it red flagged all these other different healthy vegetables. Do you think these food sensitivity tests are legit? If so, why are they coming back so different? Do you think my issues have anything to do with leaky gut? She answered her own question. <laughs> Um, because I, I agree with you. When I first started in holistic practice, I was doing a lot of food sensitivity testing. And you see people that come back and they're sensitive to spinach and cucumber, you know, and almonds and walnuts and all these like super healthy foods. And the reason is the leaky gut. So I no longer do food sensitivity testing unless 
we do everything else and we're still you know left with some problems that we're trying to dial it in but when you have a leaky gut these food particles whether they're spinach or kale or gluten or whatever it all you know rushes in through the body and then the immune system kicks in and now you're sensitive to it um, and you know leading to these abnormal test results the key is to heal the leaky gut and if you first of all diagnose leaky gut you go on a protocol to heal the leaky gut then you're okay eating spinach and pretty much anything else uh, aside from you know once again uh, gluten is is such a nasty player but, you, but one more time about about the healing of the leaky gut all right right Chantel our ancestors went to sleep with the sun down Imagine that, right? You go to sleep with the sun down, like what? Yeah, our ancestors went to sleep with the sun down. They, they woke up in the sunrise uh, and then they spent the day in and out of the sun and they were naked. When is the last time you were naked in the sun? Most <laughs> people would say, um, never or when I was two or yeah, you know, we took this trip like 10 years ago. Our ancestors were always naked in the sun, were never naked in the sun. And wouldn't you think that the energy from the sun goes right into your abdomen and heals that leaky gut? It does. Well, yeah, oh my gosh, you know what I'm gonna title this, this episode? It's gonna be, How to Have a Boner and Be Naked in the Sun. <laughs> we'll get a ton of hits. Your husband's not gonna listen to this episode, but... Um, <laughs> What about, what is the benefit of getting your genitalia at least some sunshine? Yeah. I, you know? Yeah. So you're just, so, so let me ask you, do you literally just like, just go out in your backyard and just strip down naked and go, I'm going to make sure that I get X amount of sun. In my, in my book, in my book, I tell in there when I talk about sunshine, I say, be careful on the weekends because if you come over to the Wolfson household and you peek over the fence, you're likely to see all of us running around the backyard naked. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to have to just warn my neighbors now. I think you've motivated me. I'm going to go ahead and do it. The problem is we do live on the water. And so like you can see, you know, all the other houses. Oh, all the other houses on the water, but it is what it is. Health is most important, right? You know something? I don't care about your neighbor's opinion of you walking around naked. I don't <laughs> care. Neither should you. I got, I got patients, you know, once again, that come from all over the world because, you know, I get people from, you know, from Seattle, Portland, uh, Minnesota, Canada, Norway, um, uh, South Korea, you know, places where they're not used to getting any sun exposure and they're sick. And, you know, when I speak all over the world at these lectures and conferences and I tell people, hey, come out to Arizona. It's sunny in Arizona, 450 days a year. It's sunny here at night. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, what do I do about my neighbors? I'm like, I don't care about your neighbors. I care about you and your health. If your neighbors have a problem with you walking around your yard naked, that's their problem, not yours. Hey guys, I'm so excited that my new book, Waste Away, The Chantel Rayway, is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and pretty much anywhere you can find books. But we also have the audiobook, the ebook, and my new recipe book that you can download all the recipes that I love that I make, and it's super cheap. It's all my favorites. Anyway, if you have a minute to write a review on Amazon, I would be ever grateful. Right, right. All right, Paula in Utah says, slowly it seems like all my friends are becoming vegan. 
They have me watching documentaries on trying to convince me to give up meat. My diet consistently con is currently meats, vegetables, and cheese. I am keto for the most part. I feel really great when I eat this way and I find my body craving things like red meat. What do I say to my friends that are hell bent on getting everyone they know to stop eating meat? Paula? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, it's, uh, you know, you know, veganism is, is, you know, is quite the craze and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I, I guess I, 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 I'd like to be vegan, I guess. Um, it's just not the optimal way to health. Um, I love animals as much as anybody else does. We donate a lot of money to animal rescues, animal charities. So when I talk about eating meat, of course, it is ethically raised animals, free range, grass fed. How much you want to eat, I think, is up to you. Um, I prefer people to eat a lot more seafood than red meat, only because seafood is so, so beneficial. Um, and what kind of seafood do you recommend? Uh, I eat a lot of wild salmon. I eat a ton of sardines. I'm the guy who, I mean, I travel a lot. I'm the guy on the plane who opens up a can of sardines. Mm. Oh nope. my gosh. Nobody, nobody likes that guy. I'm that guy. I've got a lot of patients that are pilots and I've got stewardesses and I ask them, I'm like, can I ever get in trouble for opening up a can of sardines and the smell? And they're like, nah, you're okay. So <laughs> Um, and then I've got a salad dressing recipe, you know, where you take your fancy, uh, you know, blender and you put in your, your olive oil and your apple cider vinegar and your lemon and you throw all different spices in there. And then you put the anchovies in there and you blend it all up and that becomes like your Caesar, you know, salad dressing. So you can't really taste it. You get all the benefits of the anchovy. You get the bones from the anchovy, which of course is very high in calcium, which so many people are concerned about. Um, and it's just phenomenal. I'll show you one more thing for another shameless plug uh, of my stuff. I got this thing here called Paleo Multi. Um, and I'll tell you what, I'll throw this into one of your giveaways as well for, for a, lucky, okay. a lucky listener. The Paleo Multi is not a multivitamin. It's a multi-glandular, multi-glandular. Um, it's got nine different glands and organs from free range grass-fed animals manufactured by one of the best supplements companies in the world for me that they've been in business 45 years, two brothers, doctors only, you know, products. Anyways, because we can sit here and tell people that our paleo ancestors, they didn't eat the ground beef and the filet and the ribeye. They ate the organs. They ate liver and heart and kidney and spleen and thymus and thyroid and adrenal. Mm. But no one's going to do that. So what do we do? We put it into a tablet. Mm. Um, tablets look like this, uh, you know, the little tiny, teeny, tiny things. And um, I think they're delicious. Um, and once again, it's a great way to get these nutrients in the whole food source into your body. All those B vitamins, the vitamin K, the other fat-soluble vitamins. And when you have leaky gut, part of the problem is you have such a hard time absorbing these nutrients from the food you're eating. So you do need to try to have these whole food supplements. So, so obviously, you know, number one, people need to really grab these different minerals and supplements that they are missing from their diet to heal that leaky gut. Number two, get rid of gluten out of your diet. What else would you say is a big proponent to helping that, that leaky gut? Well, I think, you know, once again, back to the basics, the sun, the sleep, 
eating, uh, you know, uh, eating the organic food. You know, the, one of the biggest offenders, of course, is, you know, from my friend, uh, Stephanie Seneff, who's a, uh, you know, PhD researcher at MIT, who is the world's leading critic on glyphosate, the pesticide found in the Monsanto product called Roundup and what that does to leaky gut. So you have to eat organic food. If pesticides kill bugs, they kill us. If pesticides kill bugs, they kill the bugs in our intestine, known as the good bacteria, uh, which is bad. Uh, alcohol uh, causes leaky gut. Over-the-counter pharmaceuticals uh, and pharmaceuticals uh, cause leaky gut. Stress causes leaky gut. I've got a whole chapter in my book called One Nation Under Prozac. Stress mm -hmm. and cardiac risk, no bueno, very bad. Wow. All right, Terry in Charlottesville. She says, I have developed sleep apnea over the past year or so, which I'm reading can be really bad for my heart. How can I change up my diet and treat and try to treat this naturally before it gets worse? Sunshine, sleep, organic paleo food. Uh, the sun will make you lose weight. The you know paleo nutrition, higher on the fat side, lower on the carb side, you will, you will drop the weight. But if all you did was get more sunshine, the sun in and of itself is going to cause you to lose weight. Uh, but that's really what, you know, what sleep apnea is or obstructive breathing. That's, you know, 95% of the time it's in people that are overweight. If you lose the weight, it goes bye-bye. And what is your thoughts on like, you know, like right now it's raining out today and we're supposed to have like a hurricane it's supposed to rain for the next three or four days here, unfortunately. But what is your opinion on the red light therapy? Um, I, I do like uh, red lights. So um, I, I've got a box of it here. Now that you ask, it's on my uh, on my desk. And these are available, of course, on the website. It's called the Violight. Um, and the Violight, uh, V-I-E-L-I-G-H-T, uh, it is um, it's something you, you actually you plug it up your nose. And, and you plug it up your nose. And it's uh, you know battery operated. It goes into your nose about a half hour, you know, four or five days a week. And it shines the LED red light up through your nasal passages where, of course, the membranes are very thin and therefore every single blood cell that runs through there gets charged up with that red light energy. So I'm a huge fan of red light. I'm very anti-blue light, uh, like so many other people are in the space, I'm, but I'm pro-sunlight. And the best source of red light is the sun. So although it's rainy by you right now, um, whenever the sun's out, sun's out, guns out, you know, get outside, get that sunshine, soak it up while you can, whenever you can. Remember back in the day when, you know, when people would take smoking breaks? Well, you take a sunshine break. You go outside for 10, 15 minutes. Um, That's a great idea. This episode's getting better and better. It's the boner, the naked in the sun, and the red light up your nose. <laughs> All right. This is from Bess, and she doesn't say where she's from. B-E-S-S -S is her name. I have both fatty liver and hypothyroidism. What do you recommend for me to do? I'm trying intermittent fasting and keto now, but not sure if that's what I really needed. Should I do paleo and intermittent fasting instead? Well, I think there's a lot of similarities between paleo and keto. I don't think keto is a good long-term strategy. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously, once again, our ancestors did a certain way. Just leave it at that. Uh, you got to get sunshine. You got to get sunshine to your liver. Uh, red light laser therapy to the liver can be helpful as well. One of my favorite supplements is a product called Berberine. Um, we have it on our website. It's called Berbe, B-E-R-B-E. -E. 
while up your game on that supplement. That's just amazing, amazing stuff. And it's great for fatty liver. Uh, weight loss is going to help the fatty liver. You got to fix the thyroid. Sunshine on your thyroid is very important as well. If I haven't mentioned sunshine enough, I'm mentioning it again for the millionth mm -hmm. time. Um, uh, and then also, you know, if someone said, well, what about your paleo multi that contains all these beneficial glands? Would that be helpful for my thyroid? Of course it would. Of course it would. We've got another product called Thyro Kick, which contains some vitamins, minerals, um, some uh, plant-based remedies, and also actual thyroid tissue. Uh, that's what we're deficient in. You're not deficient in thyroid pharmaceuticals. You're deficient in the things that your thyroid needs to function well. And then, of course, also on that same you know thing is that there's definitely leaky gut there. And when you have leaky gut, the immune system kicks in, and then the immune system attacks your thyroid. Fix the gut. Um, let me ask you this. So, you know, it's funny because, you know, since I've been doing this show, you know, everyone's like, get this supplement, get this supplement, get this supplement. And so... You know, you can get to where you're like taking so many supplements, you know, and just kind of go crazy. And it was funny because I had went and got my blood work done and, and they said that my, something was a little off with my liver. And I was thinking, man, I think I'm taking too many supplements, like, because I don't drink at all. Like I don't drink. So my liver should be fantastic. Um, what is your thoughts on that? Like, if you well, no, I mean, it's, I mean, it's certainly possible. I mean, listen, obviously if anyone take, if anyone, uh, you know, supplements, supplement the healthy lifestyle, it is not a replacement for the healthy lifestyle. That's for sure. The most important things we're talking about, if you're like, Hey, listen, I've only got so much money. Well, sunshine, certainly in Arizona, sunshine's free, sunshine, sleep, organic paleo foods, get the stress out of your life, get physically active, do yoga, um, um, uh, you know, start a garden, um, you know, go for a walk every morning and every evening, uh, you know, ride your bicycle, go for a hike, go for a swim. All that kind of stuff is all fundamental. Um, you know, get, uh, get under the care of a doctor of chiropractic to balance off the autonomic nervous system, the way the brain interacts with every organ uh, of the body. And that's chapter 14 of my book. Uh, you know, so those are the strategies you want to do. And then when all said and done, if you want to do supplements from there, of course, there's a million different products. Uh, and frankly, you know, there, you know, there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of not uh, quality ones. So if someone had some liver inflammation, I'd be concerned maybe about the quality that they're taking, but I assume you take good stuff. Um, you know, well, you know, sometimes even just like, you know, a lot of them have like magnesium steroid and, you know, just so many other like additives. Yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, our multivitamin has none of that. Our, like I said, our food powders have none of that stuff uh, in there either. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, you know, and that's the importance of testing and just kind of seeing where, where things are at. And if there is something going on with the liver, yeah, I'd want to, I'd want to, you know, kind of investigate a little bit deeper, but I got to tell you that, you know, as well, I worked in the hospitals for 18 years. I've been in my own practice now by myself for, for six years, along with my wife, the amount of times I've seen someone come in or someone hospitalized, if someone came into the hospital because of a vitamin, you know, complication was zero. <laughs> zero. I don't think the problem is like the paleo multi or my boner juice. I don't think that's the problem. Unless of course your husband is already um, uh, overly sexual and you're trying to keep him away, then I guess the beetroot powder could be a problem. <laughs> All right. This is from Angela in Northern Virginia. On the podcast, you've talked about the importance of tons of fiber. 
What are some of my best options for supplements? I've tried Metamucil a few times and it always makes me really bloated and gross. Angela in Northern Virginia. Okay, so first of all, Metamucil is loaded. It's, it's, uh, it's all pesticide, uh, psyllium husk. Coming from India, you never want to use Metamucil. Artificial colors, artificial flavors, bad idea. If you want a psyllium product, I'm a fan of them for sure. Uh, organic India psyllium husk powder. So maybe try that because maybe it wasn't the psyllium, maybe it was just the other additives and chemicals in there. So that's a you know strategy there. When people have a lot of bloat and stuff like that, it's usually because they're deficient in digestive enzymes. So a good digestive enzyme product can be helpful. We have a product called Digest. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, but you know, there's other digestive enzyme products that are out there as well. Uh, you know, other sources of fiber, of course, just you know, green leafy vegetables are great sources of fiber. Um, I don't have a problem with the occasional use of uh, beans. Uh, you know, remember the old uh, you know poem, the or you know, uh, you know, rhyme. You know, beans, beans, they're good for your heart. Uh, well. Uh, I'm okay with beans. Uh, I love eating artichoke, uh, Jerusalem artichoke, uh, green artichokes uh, is a great source of uh, fiber as well. Uh, of course, I uh, avocado. Avocado is such an awesome source of fiber. Oh, uh, vitamin C, E, magnesium, potassium, loaded with fiber, other phytonutrients. Um, uh, five to seven avocados a week. Yeah, I I 100% eat. My body craves avocado. There is very rare a day that goes by that I don't eat one whole avocado. Just because I like my body is like, oh my gosh, I need an avocado. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, great stuff. All right, Haley in Georgia. I've been reading a lot of different things about the sup supplement berberine and how good it is for you. I'm really trying to simplify my supplements like you talked about on the podcast. I had talked about that before, but this one keeps coming up everywhere. Is it something I should add to my daily repertoire and why? Well, you know, once again, the literature on berberine as far as what it does for cholesterol and lipid levels, what it does for blood sugar, what it does for weight, anti-cancer kills just about every cancer that it's ever been studied in. Uh, it's great for polycystic ovarian uh, syndrome. It's great for uh, prostate enlargement and it's anti-aging. There's really nothing that berberine can't do uh, because of it just, it's just so unique in its, in its makeup on what it does and how it changes enzymatic functions in the body. So I'm a huge fan of berberine, but like you said, yeah, we can go down this list and we can say, oh, you know, well, what about this? And what about but would this? it be in your top five? Would it be like, okay, if I'm only gonna pick five supplements, would that be one that you'd like, you have to do it? It would be in my top 10. Okay. It would be in my top 10. So if I was going to create a top five, it would be a, uh, you know, quality multivitamin, a quality greens powder, the beetroot powder, a product like my paleo multi, um, and uh, either a probiotic or a digestive enzyme. But, you know, sometimes we listen, you know, we live in a toxic, sick, polluted world. And most of us for the first, you know, 20, 30, 50, 70 years of our life, we were very unhealthy. We have a lot of catching up to do. And that's where supplements come in. They supplement the healthy lifestyle. Um, I, yeah, I see people that lead what any of us would say is an uber healthy lifestyle. And we check their blood levels and there's still deficiencies based on genetics or based on their past history yeah. or just based on air, water, and soil. You know, when you 
Um, uh, you know, when you eat the best organic food coming from California farms, it's not the same as it was 100 years ago when you were able to grow broccoli in your backyard. It's just not the same. Um, there you go. Yeah, I agree. All right, this next question is from Allison in Great Neck, New York. Allison, I used to live in Great Neck, New York. I don't know you, but maybe I'll see you when I visit there. Anyway, recently I've heard an increase in the trend of the carnivore diet, both in the paleo and ketogenic communities I follow. I have a friend who does this, and he eats several meats per meal, and that's all he eats, barely any veggies or anything. What's your opinion in this way of life besides it not being too tasty? I just can't wrap my head around all these getting all the nutrients I need from meat. Well, I think, you know, once again, if you do it with meat, but I would certainly encourage anybody to also do the glands. If you don't do the, you know, the glands, the, you know, the liver, the kidney, the heart, the spleen, you know, thyroid, thymus, adrenals, your uh, pancreas, you're, you're missing out. So you have to do it that way. I think that would be acceptable because a true carnivore, uh, like an animal in the wild, they eat the organs first. They don't care, like I said, about the fillet or the backstrap. They're looking for uh, they're looking for liver. They're looking for heart. They're looking for things that are nutrient dense and they can smell it and they know it innately. Um, and we should be similar. Now, that being said, I just don't, I just don't think it's natural. It's, it's, it's yeah. not natural. Are, it's are, too extreme. It's like one extreme, like, oh, now I'm just going to have nothing but meat. That doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, dogs, coyotes, and every animal in the wild eats plants. Even a lion will go around and go after shrubs and eat berries and wild mushrooms. They don't just eat meat. Uh, humans are no different. We have to eat the vegetables. Okay, this is Gary in Syracuse. I've worked really hard to clean up my diet and get my nutrients from food. I've weaned off all my blood pressure medicine, but the one thing I still take is statin for my heart. Is there anything else I can do to wean myself off of the statin? Well, you know, obviously check with your doctor. I'm not giving medical advice, of course, but, um, uh, you know, the, yeah, the, the ways that we can improve cholesterol uh, and, our, and our lipid numbers are obviously all the different stories, you know, things we talked about, the sun, the sleep, and, and the good quality foods and getting rid of the stress and healing the leaky gut. Uh, supplements to uh, lower lipids down. We talked about the organic India psyllium husk powder. Uh, I have a product called Superfood, which is chlorella spirulina. Spirulina has proven to reduce total cholesterol levels by 47 points. Wow. And uh, berberine goes along in that mix as well. But uh, I have not written for a statin drug in quite a long time. Um, uh, you know, human beings are not, uh, we're not born with a statin drug deficiency. That's not the answer. That model is a failure. At best, statins reduce your risk from here to here. That's not good enough for us. We don't want here to here. We want zero risk. And we know their side cannot provide it. Their side is a failure. Awesome. Uh, this is from Aaron in Pennsylvania. I've heard some really mixed reviews about probiotics lately, and it seems like everyone's now talking about prebiotics, which is something brand new to me. What is the difference in these, and what do you recommend? Also, what is your opinion on digestive enzymes? Um, I love probiotics. I love prebiotics. I love digestive enzymes. Um, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, you know, that's, you know, and obviously if we can get probiotics and prebiotics from food. That's where the fermented vegetables come in, like uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, 
Uh, even drinking uh, kombucha uh, is a great source of natural, uh, you know, probiotics. But uh, I, I don't think, um, you know, probiotics are the only thing. But I mean, originally, if you wanted probiotics or you thought, uh, you know, you would be getting probiotics because you, you would reach in the ground, pull out a beet or a carrot or a potato, and you would eat it. And therefore, you got all the prebiotic uh, in the food and the good bacteria that are on top of the food in the dirt. Got it. All right, last question, Tara in Birmingham. It's that time of year again, and all my friends on Facebook are debating giving their children the flu shot. I was shocked that they even set up a flu shot clinic at my son's elementary school. He was relieved when I told him that he didn't have to get one. Ha ha. But now I'm having second thoughts. Do you recommend that I give my kids the flu shot and what about me, Tara in Birmingham? This is my video on DVD and also available for digital download at wideawakemovie.com. And I will throw this into the giveaway on your Facebook page as well. It's called okay. wideawakemovie.com. I am 100% um, anti-vaccine. Me too. There me you too. go. So, and what this is, this is a two and a half hour PowerPoint presentation in front of 300 people. I had a professional cinematic film crew with three cameras there to create this presentation. And I've got hundreds of slides with all of the references from the medical literature and the CDC. We are not deficient in flu shots. We're deficient in good natural immunity. And that's what we need to focus on. Awesome. Well, I totally agree. And I just love all your philosophies. And we want to give you an amazing giveaway. Thank you for being so generous to one lucky person. So we'll package all that up and we'll post it on our Facebook page. Um, that'll be in the show notes. And I suggest all of you to go to the doctorswolfson.com. And that's Dr. It's with an S, doctors, because him and his wife are both doctors and they have amazing supplements on there. I'm going to go on today and order a set for myself. And if you have a question that you want answered, go to questions at chantalrayway.com. Thanks again. This has been amazing. You've been a pleasure. And definitely this has been so much fun. And we just really appreciate your time on getting everyone to the next level of health. Thank you. Thank you.